Hey guys, and welcome back to the Turning Point Podcast. Today, I sit down and talk with John Danes, a young, ambitious 20-year-old entrepreneur. He is the host of the No Excuses Show, a top 100 business podcast. He's also the founder of 99 Media, a digital agency in Nashville. As I continue to talk about mindset, Googling yourself to success, and talking with influencers, entrepreneurs, and creatives that have taught themselves different skills, I've had partnered with Skillshare. You may go to tradingpointpodcast.com, go to the link and get two premium months free. Let me know what you think about this episode in Instagram. And remember to go to iTunes, leave a rating, a review. And if you are looking to support the podcast, you may do so by going to patreon.com slash turning point podcast. And now enjoy the show. Well, John, thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So I want to start off by you telling me a little bit about your journey. Um, Have you always been this ambitious like, what's your story? And well, you can start wherever you want, diapers to 10 years old to whatever you want. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I always tell people, because I get asked this question on a daily basis, and I'm always like, I'm going to give you 20 years worth of content in three minutes. So growing up was not a, like, I was super ambitious outside of school. So I was the kid who was like action figures, uh, selling golf balls, Pokemon cards. When I played baseball, I played baseball my whole life. And to raise money for like uniforms and equipment, I sold these coupon books. They were called smart cards. And I would always be the first kid to sell out of them. I'd go to like the grocery store parking lot on a weekend and I'd just sit out there and sell these little coupon books for hours on end. And I really enjoyed it and I was really good at it. And I think that taught me a lot of valuable lessons. And then going through school, when I got into high school, I made horrible grades. I wasn't engaged. I didn't really see a lot of value in it. And the funny thing is I didn't see value in school, but I didn't know what I was going to do. So it was pretty foolish of me to not, you know, pay attention in school. And then when I grew up a little bit, I was like, man, I got to really make something happen now. So I ended up having a mentor in my life who invited me out to live with him in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, or Kansas City, Kansas, excuse me. And I lived with him uh, every summer when I was in high school and I worked at his company. And that was a really big blessing in my life. Um, he had an e-commerce fulfillment business. He dropped out of high, uh, out of college at 18 years old and became a, a computer programmer, made millions of dollars in his twenties. And then he switched over to this e-commerce fulfillment thing. So at that time I was reselling rare sneakers and clothing because backtracking a little bit, I had got kicked out of high school actually, uh, for basically failing every class, not even attending school that often. And, uh, you know, I was just, bad, horrible behavior when I was actually in class. So I, I basically got expelled. Then I transitioned into homeschooling. And with homeschooling, when you're in high school, you know, 16, your parents don't sit up and teach you. You, 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 teach, you teach yourself. Yep. Everything. So while I was doing that, I was working a job at a grocery store and I was reselling uh, sneakers and clothing online, which had always been a passion of mine. I love fashion, uh, still do to this day. But I remember getting this pair of shoes with the money that I had saved up for my job and I bought them for retail price and then I resold them on eBay. And I remember being like, I just made off this one transaction what I made in four weeks of working my job. Like I'm doing something wrong here. So I went out to Kansas City during the summers 
and I was still running my sneaker reselling business and I was working for my mentor PJ and I was just learning all I could about business. And I loved like living life kind of on my own terms, being able to show up whenever I wanted to and really being able to create freedom for yourself. And so just kept learning, kept learning. And I remember asking him, I said, PJ, like I want to be in business for myself. This is what I want to do. What business model do you think I should get into? And I remember he, this was a, like a really defining moment in my life. We were at uh, Bonefish Grill and he was like, you know what, John, you need to do, I can't tell you what business model you need to get into. You need to do what it is that you really want to do. So I came home um, and, and finished out my senior year of high school and I started my own business when I was in a senior in high school, my digital marketing agency, 99 Media. And I remember just not really having a ton of knowledge on you know business itself, but I knew that I was going to make something happen with it. And at that time, I was picking up smaller scale clients like social media management, kind of how everybody gets started out in, in digital marketing, like social media management, you know, managing accounts, responding to DMs, comments, all that stuff, creating content. And I wanted a way to reach out to like bigger entrepreneurs. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast. So I started the podcast. It grew exponentially. You know, now we've completely revamped the agency. We rebranded a couple months ago and things are going really, really well for us. So that's kind of a fast forward and a, a rough draft or like a summary of kind of my life and, and how everything's progressed and happened. That's awesome. So question, I, I was I was really bad at high school too. I have really bad ADHD, so I got kicked out too. Right. Um, when you got when you got kicked out, I guess, or did you get kicked out or did you leave high school? I got expelled, so. You got yeah. expelled. Did yeah. your parents like force you to go back into high school? Because as a well, side, we have parents that kind of force you into that or did they allow you to kind of continue your journey into entrepreneurship? Like, Well, I remember I asked my mom on the way home. I was like, I want to finish out homeschool. So I, get, I went homeschooled through. I, when I say high school, I was homeschooled. Um, it was just me finishing my high school education. So, I mean, they, they, it was just kind of like it, it is what it, what it is. And, and I had always wanted to be homeschooled because I knew I could focus and learn better. And now I'd kind of burnt the ships and was able to completely be homeschooled. So, I mean, obviously they weren't happy with it, but, you know, it, the situation was, you know, what it was. So, you know, they, they kind of let me be homeschooled and I ended up learning a lot more and I ended up being able to focus on stuff that really mattered. Yeah. yeah. I respect that. I respect that, that they allow you to kind of just be you, right? Yeah. And whatever you're good at, just focus on that. 100%. Um, so besides having your business and having a podcast, I feel like you've built a personal brand. Um, how, do, if, if someone were to ask you, what are some tips and tricks if someone wanted to build I guess, their own personal brand. Where do you think they should start? Well, one of the biggest mistakes I made with personal branding is I thought that I could just position myself as this great dude online and like have tons of people that follow me. But really, that's not what's important. It matters what, where you're going to drive traffic. Because like the point, to, in my opinion, this is my opinion, maybe not everybody agrees with this. I'm not building a personal brand to be famous. I'm building a personal brand to give out information and drive traffic to my business and, and, yeah. and create revenue. So I think that was the biggest mistake that I made, to be honest. I just wanted to have a personal brand because I thought it was cool and I had nowhere to drive traffic. And then I ended up really putting myself in a bind because I was like, had this big podcast, but my company had completely gone on, on the back burner because I wasn't focused on what was actually building my business. So I would tell people, have something real that you're building. That way you can actually have knowledge and experience to share because there's a lot of kids out on, online and, you know, bless them, but... They're giving out information 
about business or about branding or about social media. And all they're doing is that that's their job. They're taking videos. So like I would say have something real and have something tangible. That way you can actually share on the experiences that you've had. I think that's a big, a great way to build a big personal brand. Cause like you see people that have built an, an insane business and then they come into the personal branding space and they explode like wildfire. Well, the reason for that is they actually have valuable content to share. They can put money into producing their content. They can get around influential people and that's how they, 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 you know, completely kickstart an amazing personal brand. So the first piece of advice I'd, I'd give is like some people spend too much time documenting the process that they don't even really focus on the process. So that's my number one piece of advice. And I would say, be you, be transparent. Like how you are online is how you should be in person. When somebody meets you, you should be the exact same dude or female that they see on the screen. That's another big one. And I would just say, collaborate, collaborate, collaborate with as many people as you can. And, uh, you know, focus on relationships. Don't focus on followers, focus on building actual relationships and your personal brand will completely elevate. Do you think, and I think you touched a little bit uh, when you we were talking, do you think people can build an actual business out of personal brand or do you think you have to sell a product and a service in order, like do those have to go hand in hand or do you think an actual business can be built out of being like your own personal brand? Well, I mean, it depends what your goals are and it depends what business you're in. I think that a personal brand is one of the biggest assets you can have for your business because you're the face of you and you're also representing your company online. Um, but do I, th here's what I disagree with. You build up a big following or you build up a podcast and then you try to monetize information and you don't even really have anything to talk about. So like the people that have no real business and all they're doing is just like teaching people how to do stuff. I disagree with that model. I don't think that's, unethical, nor do I think it's a very profitable um, business model. But I think if you're actually building something real and you're documenting it all and you're like the face of your brand, yeah. it's a huge asset. So I think that it's a huge asset to your business, but it's not all you want, right? So like real estate is a great asset to put in your portfolio, but that shouldn't be the only thing in your portfolio. I guess based on, you know, you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs because of your podcast. Um, a lot of them are, have their own businesses and have built successful, you know, side businesses and are investing in others. They have their own personal brand. Do you think that is kind of the future of entrepreneurship now, having your business, but also growing that personal brand and sharing content and the lessons that you've learned? 100%. I mean, for me, for example, we're building this company, Adam and I, who's my business partner. And if we go five years and sell this company to VaynerMedia, the work we did on this company is gone. It, it, we, we got paid, we got kept, we got a check cut, but it's done. It's on to the next. But the thing that's always going to stay with me is, my, is me, is my brand, no matter what I'm building. So it's obviously a major asset to be able to create awareness around any new project or anything new that you're working on just because you have influence. So I definitely think so. It just makes sense. You're an, you're an, you're an influential person. Like, if Andy Frisella or Ed Milet or Cardone go and go and launch some new thing, they have so many people that are following them that they're going to get clients. They're going to get, you know, new customers. They're going to get new business. And they're also going to get a new group of people that wants to work for them and work with them. So I think it's a huge asset to have a personal brand. But like I said, it's not all you need because obviously 
you know, Steve Jobs in, in, you know, it was before that era, but he's not, like, let me give a good example because people say Steve Jobs, well, social media wasn't that big. The guys who created Stripe, the brothers who created Stripe, yeah. they're, you know, they're both billionaires. They're not, they don't have a personal brand. So I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, you know, pigeon toe myself and say, all you need is a personal brand, but it definitely helps. Like look at Kylie Jenner, for example, she became a billionaire out of her brand. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent agree with that. Um, tell me a little bit about your podcast, right? Because you started this a few years back. How did the name No Excuses come up? Like, how did you decide that this is what I want to do? Um, was it a business move or was it more like you wanted to interact and work with successful entrepreneurs? Well, both. I mean, uh, I think that it was obviously a business move and I obviously wanted to, you know, interact with big entrepreneurs and they kind of go hand in hand. So that was the goal. Um, you hit the nail on the head there with that. Uh, the biggest thing, the reason it's with the no excuses show is because I wanted to show people that there is really no excuses. Like I'm bringing on dudes who used to be drug addicts and died. One of the guy I interviewed, one of my mentors, Brody Kern, he died, literally died. And now he's a multimillionaire. So like there's really no excuses when it comes to getting what you want out of life. That's why I chose that name. And uh, it's just, a, it's a clean name. And I, I saw nobody else that had it. So I was like, I'm going to be my thing. But that's a good reason. That's a good reason. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the, the motive behind it is like, you're listening to a guy who either dropped out of high school or, or, you know, was a drug addict and like they become ultra successful. Like what's your excuse with basically the, the meaning and the, the motivation behind the name. From all your guests, if you had to pick one, and I know this is a, it's a hard one. What do you think is the most inspirational story that you've heard? Like someone that you think this guy's not going to make it or this girl's not going to make it. There's no way that they're going to be successful. And they share that story with you. You were like, you know, blown away. Yeah, a lot of them, actually. I mean, I'd say Dan Silva was a big one. He had a lot of issues growing up. Grant was like a bad drug addict growing up. And he came from a rough part of the United States. There's a bunch of people. But if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Grant. It's just Grant just built like an insane empire. And, you know, he, he had no factors or, or things that you would look at, look at as a kid and say, that guy's going to be successful. Doing a little bit of a kind of pivoting a little bit and going back to your business. Cool. Uh, how did you start uh, 99 Media? How did that, like, how did you meet the team that you're working now? Did you start it alone and then started hiring people to kind of help you? How did the whole thing kind of start? Well, I've never said this on a podcast before. I had two failed business partners, both my friends, failed completely. Um, and then now working with my third one, who's sitting across from me right now, Adam. And uh, I knew that Adam would be a good business partner because I met him differently than I met any of my other business partners. And so basically, the two people that were my previous business partners were people that I was friends with, really, really close friends. And Adam and I had a relationship. We knew each other, but we weren't best buddies. And, a and Adam came to me and he was like, man, I want to work for free. I don't care what I have to do. I just want to get around you and I just want to work with you. And that, that right off the bat made me realize that like this dude actually wants to make something happen. He doesn't want to just ride on my coattail, which is what the, 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 the first two people did. Yeah. So that's how I met him. And we have a, a few people that do sales for us. We've met them through various companies that we've worked with. And uh, we also have a few virtual assistants. Obviously, you just meet those people online. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, we've been able to form a really good team. And we've been able to really form some great partnerships 
a lot of people ask me about lead generation. And uh, for example, I have a friend who works at the most high-end gym in this area. And most of the people that go there are successful business owners. So I just tell him like, hey man, if you can talk about me and you can talk about what we're doing, I'll give you referrals. So like, that's a sales guy. You know, that's not our head of sales. That's not the person who's calling on people every day. But that's somebody who I've almost formed a partnership with that's bringing me at least one new client a week. So stuff like that and just being able to meet and mingle with everybody. And that's also why I like living in a smaller area because like people know us here. Like we're like the, you know, and I say this with complete, you know, honor and, I, and not to be arrogant, but like we're like Gen Z like studs in, in this area. Like just to, just to put it out plainly. And if we were in a different area like LA, we would just be a couple other kids. You know what I mean? Would you so, move to New York? Would you, would you ever consider moving to a big city and moving the business there? It depends. It depends what, what our situation was like and it depends what we were doing. I, like, I, I was in New York. I like New York. New York's cool. Um, I want to be in San Francisco though, like Silicon Valley. That's what I, I love that. Nice. that I live there. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just a, an environment filled with you know, real high performance people. But I like what we're doing here and I like that we're the go-to guys here. And that's a big reason that, you know, I really think that we've grown and excelled because we're, we're, I've, we've focused more for the past four months on our local fame than we have on our global fame. You know, like we want people to know us here, like real estate agents. We want them to know us. Dennis, we want them to know. Like we want people here to know that we're the Gen Z kids who weren't on track to be successful, who showed no signs of being successful and have built a big business in literally under a year of really working on it. What would you say to like young listeners? Because, you know, I have um, the audience kind of varies. It's a lot of uh, like entrepreneurs and creatives and influencers are kind of tuned in to listen. But a lot of young folks, too, that are listening, if they are kind of in the same spot where, you know, you were and when, where I was when I was in high school, where like you don't you're not really enjoying this. You don't really know what the next move is going to be. You're trying to figure things out and they're thinking of maybe starting to be uh, an entrepreneur or build something like where do you think they should start or at least at least evaluate if this is for them? Yeah, I mean this is a really hard piece of advice, and I think this is why people struggle and have so much stress and anxiety because at like 18, like 16 through 20, you got to figure out what the hell you want to do with your life. Yep. And like, that's just a harsh reality and that's how this world works. I mean, and I hate to give that advice because at 16, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I figured it out. So like, if you can find something that you love and you don't, you know, as Gary V as it sounds, but like something that you would not have trouble doing for the next 40 years, like go deep on it and figure it out because I know that being an entrepreneur looks so cool on the internet, but it's not like that. I mean, it's like, there are a bunch of perks to it. Trust me. I have been able to travel to places that I never would have got to go with my family. Uh, in the past year, I've got to do things that I never would have gotten to done with my family. If I wouldn't have had a business, I I've done so many amazing things and I'm so thankful, but that's not the nights that was like filled with like, mm -hmm. how is this going to happen? How is this going to work? Am I crazy? Am I sure I need to do this? Like, that's the part that you don't see on social media, like the confusion and the doubt and the people not believing in you. So if you are dead set and you know that you can endure and take all that and realize that it's going to pay off in the long run, be an entrepreneur, like, come on, like jo join the squad. But, uh, <laughs> you know, 
it, it, it is a lot. And I think, and I don't like the way that entrepreneurship is marketed online. Cause it's like, yo, you set up this store, you store some products from China, you're going to be a millionaire overnight. Like that's not the reality of it's it. It's like the cool thing now. People are trying to sell like a really cool thing, but they're not really selling the word that's behind it. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that if you can, un- if people can understand that and they've really done the research and they've really dug deep on what it actually takes, give it a shot, give it a shot and see what happens. And don't ever compare your growth or your your journey to anybody else's because everybody's different. There's people that have different, you know, as much as I hate to say it, this world's not fair. Some people have better natural ability than other people. Like you are probably way better at me than something that I do. And I'm probably better than you at something you do. That's just how it works. That's how we're born. That's how, that's how it is. So don't compare your growth uh, to the people listening. Don't compare your growth to somebody else online because as we've seen this past week, if you tune into the personal brand and entrepreneurship world, people aren't always what they say. Yeah, that's right. So I think you've done a lot of great things for a young age. Congratulations on that. What do you think the future holds for you? Do you think you're going to continue building businesses? Are you going to continue uh, with your current business? Do you see yourself maybe as a mentor for young, ambitious entrepreneurs like yourself? Like what does the future, do you think, you know, if you had a vision board, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, obviously I want to create, I love to create, I love business. Like when people say they love business, I don't know if they love the money behind business or they love the way businesses work. I love both like business to me and sales and marketing. It it genuinely gets me fired up and I love it. So anything that has to do with running a business in any industry is, is interesting and I love it. And I obviously want to, you know, take this digital marketing world by, by storm and, uh, you know, keep causing the disruption that I feel like we're causing. But, you know, I, I want to just see what's out there and see what I can try. And the tech world really interests me. Real estate really interests me. You know, e-commerce, uh, there's so many things that are interesting to me. And uh, I want to scale businesses to, to kind of leapfrog into other businesses. That's awesome. And then I kind of like to wrap up with asking the guest what book, what video, something that you watched that really made a difference and kind of changed a little bit your mindset. If you were to suggest that to the listeners, what would that be? There's been so many. I know um, it's, it's, it's such a hard question though. Okay. No, um, it's a good question. I think if you had to pick up one, give me one second. I'm going to look at the, uh, the shelf real quick. I think if you have to pick up one book or you had to do one thing, I was watching a course the other day. Um, he was at one of Ty Lopez's programs and it had Joe Soto in it. And, uh, he was talking about, he gave a really good lesson and he said, so many of you guys are trying to learn about the ins and outs of business. You're trying to learn about marketing and sales and all this, but you don't have any clients. You need to get your mindset right. And you need to focus on that. That's one thing that I wish I would have done. I wish I would have studied mindset for about a year and then started to jump into business. So I'd say anything that has to do with building a strong mindset is something that people should tune into before they start learning about the actual principles of business. So like the four agreements was a book that really changed and impacted my life. Um, oh, I'm reading that one now. Yeah. It's That's so crazy. good. And, and it's, it's a little bit out there and it's a little bit wacky when you first check it out, but it's a great, great, great book. And it, uh, it really prepares your mind and, and opens your eyes a lot. Uh, obviously think and grow rich whatever people, you know, a lot of Napoleon Hill kind of stuff coming out now, but Napoleon Hill, you know, he's influenced a lot of people. So I'd say Think and Grow Rich was a big one. 
And uh, yeah, there's so many good books about mindset. But if you can find stuff that's really good about mindset, read that first. Like Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself uh, by Joe Dispenza. There's a book called Hooked that's really good, talking about how to create habits. Stuff like that is the real fundamentals of what creates high performers. Amazing. One more thing. If people want to learn about your business, about you, where can they go? Um, I'd say my Instagram is kind of the, the hub spot for all that. Just at John Danes, J-O-H-N-D-A-N-E-S. And I really appreciate you having me on. This was super fun. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turning Point Podcast with John Danes. What an inspiration to all the young entrepreneurs out there trying to find their way in the world and how to actually conquer everything that they want to do. I've said this once, I've said this twice, probably in most episodes. If you know someone that would love the podcast, remember to share with them turningpointpodcast.com so they can find a platform that they like to listen to all the episodes. And with that, I leave you. Peace out and see you next time.